Welcome to Cause I'm an Adult. I'm Nez and I'm hanging out with I'm Nathan. Hello there. Hi. <laughs> hey Nez. How's, how's the last couple of weeks been? Uh, it's been okay. I've been like fighting off being sick. Woo! I thought it was just allergies and then like it just uh, it just stayed with me. The week two showed up. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> we got our first cold front. Yay! Like legit cold yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it got it got cold like what last a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, yeah. And then it like got hot again, and then it got cold. And that's the weather report for Houston. <laughs> yeah, we did it. What's funny is that yesterday, uh, a buddy of mine posted on Facebook like. So, uh, 85 degrees in Houston, 85 degrees in December, winter's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, just dripping with sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's winter, and uh, I, I guess it'd be winter in the, in the Sahara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it probably gets colder over there, honestly. Yeah, it gets real cold there at night. I wouldn't know. I've never been. I just read in books. <laughs> National Geographic told me it, so it must be true. Apparently, like, deserts get real cold at night. That is true, I would say, because I've been out in the, the West Deserts. The Wesserts? The Wesserts, if you will. And uh, even, like, oh, like, if you were, we went out there, like, in August, September, and it'd still be 100 degrees during the day, but it'd be, like, 50 at night. And I mean, it was, it was beautiful. As soon as the sun set, it was like 50, 60, or, you know, 190, 80, 70. It just it could turn cold real. Like within hours, it would flip all the way down. Oh, wow. It was nice. I like that. Yeah, the desert. Pretty desert. Yeah, I like, uh, I've been in um, New Mexico, like toward the end of the summer. And then like, as soon as the sun goes down, it drops from like 85, 90 to like, I don't know, something like 60 good dry heat yeah it's nice heat the wind uh <laughs> i'm about to be in dry heat all the time are you now <laughs> yeah well austin's real dry oh i thought you were talking about just <laughs> yeah what i know it made it sound like you were like i'm gonna fuck everything i'm dry heat <laughs> oh i didn't know that that was a sexual <laughs> i didn't mean it i know it's Sorry. not it just kind of sounded that way yeah i'm about i'm about to be at all, all up in that dry heat mm, dry heat <laughs> I think that's also called raw dogging it. I don't. Is that it? Okay. I don't know. I don't. I keep up. I, the internet's I can't keep up with anymore. I don't know either. <laughs> I, I just repeat things that I hear on the internet and laugh as if I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, have you seen the new Batman uh, Ninja Batman? Yeah, I saw that there's an anime where it's like Ninja Batman. I haven't seen the trailer, but I've I've heard a lot of people talking about it. It's all over the the Facebooks. It's all over the Facebooks. It looks really fucking cool. I, the Joker looks amazing. I'll bet that is a. I guess it's not Mark Hamill then. No, he, no, it's all in. It's subtitled. Okay, yeah. Hamill said the last thing he was going to do was killing Joke, and it was the only thing he would come back and do the voice of Joker for. Uh, I think he said he will, he's on, ready to take on one more. Okay. Uh, but it's along the same lines of, it's one of the the iconic ones, uh, little one-offs. Okay. I don't remember what it was. That'd be a Kobe question. Yeah, probably. Or a uh, uh, Gil. Gil yeah. would know that. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I, I saw it. Uh, Logan actually showed it to me the first time. And I, I was like. Oh, that's, that's, that's another person I would know. 
Yeah, yeah. And then I got home one night and I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's cool. Like Robin's in it. Nice. Uh, A very cool version of. um, Nice to know that somebody's taking a shower above us. Yeah. I was was like, (laughs) I air water in pipes. (laughs) Uh, It also has Harley. I know there's Harley in it. Oh, good. Uh, It looks fantastic. Uh, What do we get? And he just apparently he just goes full League of Assassins. Looks like it. Oh, yeah. They're not, They're all fighting with with swords. Cool. So I'm curious about that. Um, Men of the Year got announced today from from uh, SI. Uh, yeah, uh, I heard uh, Colin Kaepernick. No, 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 no. That's no, that's GQ. GQ yeah, announced yeah. him as Man of the Year. Yeah, no, no. Who did SI? Oh, it was uh, Tuve and uh, JJ. That's right. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, so that's um, look at us, our city. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a little Houston pride this year, man. Yeah, well, you got one guy who raised a ton of money for the city, and another guy who basically uh, just put was given the pressure to win a World Series for the city. Yeah. Oh, by the way, which as I had predicted. Yeah, which is still great. <laughs> That's uh so man that uh, that came out today. Sorry, we didn't. He just kind of showed up. <laughs> we didn't really plan anything. This yeah, week. no, we didn't plan anything. No. <laughs> but if you've listened to all hey, of our episodes of lately, this is like nailing it. <laughs> this, this is like one of our. This is a throwback. <laughs> this is a throwback to one of our early episodes. So um, I had a thing and it's gone now. Uh, well, uh, I. I, st- I looked at your blue eyes sticker on your guitar case. And then, yeah. And, and my bl- and my mind just went blank. <laughs> well, that's cool because that's what happens with most people when they listen to the music. Like, uh, all right. <laughs> they, just, <laughs> they just kind of all zone out. Oh, oh yeah. No, oh, no, no. This isn't. You think this is good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I like the Defiant sticker. Oh, that's the one below it? Yeah. With the fist. Yeah, I designed the fist. It's fast. Uh, it's got too many fingers. No, it's got five. Oh, okay. And thumb. <laughs> I know. I was teasing. Okay. <laughs> I was like, did I really? <laughs> it's just from, from way over here. It looks like there's a there's a fifth finger as opposed to like, you know, like. Oh, six, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But. I was uh, listening to that music sometime earlier this week. I was like, yeah, I, I released some of this. I can, you can actually hear this if you want to. So I posted it on Facebook. Nice. I'm like I miss being in the band. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like good lord. Yeah. yeah, I feel needy. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, so I got to lead worship at a church on Sunday. Oh yes, yes. And uh, that was really nice. Okay, so set up what you were planning on doing, and and then talk about what actually happened because that's really cool. Oh, the song. Yeah. Okay, so well, I mean, I, I did, I did, I did the same thing. I know, but the response, you were unprepared for the oh, response. Oh, yeah. So uh, I did, uh, and you, everybody should check this out. There is a Christmas version of Hallelujah by a band called Cloverton. And um, there's a video of them playing it in a coffee shop online. And uh, and the other people have redone it, too. I just dropped my phone. Yeah, that was nice. Hey, did, that made a hell of a bass sound, though. Yeah, I nice. know. <laughs> How about that mic? How about but, that? But yeah, so uh, everybody needs to check it out. It's just really good, and it... Tells the story of the baby Jesus being born in a manger and stuff, and it's it's just a it, honestly it's probably one of my favorite uh, 
Christmas songs that's not like a Christmas song. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the stuff from the 40s and the 30s. Yeah, it's not it's not like an old school hymn. Or and the uh, pop, or the pop stuff from the oh yeah big band era. Yeah, or like even the 80s. But uh, actually, what? Sorry, I actually watched a thing where we're like, this is why Mariah Carey's song sounds so popular. And they and it bro- they basically broke down like sh- who would ever her and her writer were for uh, all I want is Christmas. Oh yeah, just basically just borrowed elements from past songs, all right. like past chord progressions and stuff like that. I was like, ah, for me as a musician, I was like, oh, as a real person, you probably wouldn't care. Yeah, but it no, makes it's, it's the reason why the song works. Yeah, all right. So, uh, so I was playing, I was playing the song. I was getting ready to start playing the song, and I, what I was expecting was for like nobody to really know the verses and everybody just come in on the choruses. And I'm playing in front of like a little over two hundred people. Maybe maybe two fifty tops. I just don't think the room was big enough to hold more than that. Yeah. And uh and so I start playing and, and as soon as I start singing the first word, the entire room is singing. That's got that's fucking gotta be cool. And oh it's totally cool. And like last time I played there, which is a church up in the woodlands called Christchurch United Methodist. And just wanted to plug them in case anybody lives up there and they want to try a church out. But uh uh, last time I played up there, I got my level set and everything about an hour before the service and uh, got the level set and the uh, monitors and everything. And I was like, okay, yeah, this, sound, this all sounds good. And then everyone came in and I I was expecting it to be like a regular Methodist church where you have like some people sing, some people don't. And I was not prepared for everyone to sing and for me to not be able to hear my monitor. What a cool problem. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then it happened like it. it it happened again during uh, when I was singing Hallelujah, and uh, it was just it was just awesome. I, I was definitely overwhelmed by by that kind of response. It's just always uh, really cool when when people <laughs> interact with with the music, right? Like know? they're not just sitting there like, Man, we're here. Yeah, we did, we did our we. We did the bare minimum we can as good Christians. Yeah, we're we're here on Sunday. We'll go, but you know what? After church, we're gonna go and you know go be ourselves again. But exactly. Yeah, no, this is just a really cool experience, and uh, I got to see uh, some old friends uh, who actually work at the church, or the the wife works at the church, and I haven't seen them in forever, and it was really good to see them. So there's that. But um, going back to the Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas. Uh-huh. Have you seen, there was a, this is an old video, but it's starting to circulate again. It's a chat roulette thing where this guy would get dressed up like Mariah Carey in the video. Okay. And, um, so someone's clicking on chat roulette. I keep doing lurette. Uh, you know how chat roulette works, right? vaguely like you just kind of randomly just go or something yeah like you you're you're on a thing you're on a screen they can see you and then and you can see them and you just click if you want to go to the next one or whatever and it's just to sit there to talk to somebody right like was it like the original one like when it originally came out it was like every third one was like dumb dude's dick yeah, no, it, it it wasn't like that. This video wasn't like that. But, uh, I mean, there were a lot of dudes with no shirts on. Yeah, but there were. But um, but yeah. So this guy, 
you click on him and he's just performing all I want for Christmas by Mariah Carey, but like lip syncing and dancing around. Yeah. And he has decked out this room to, to be very Christmassy. But at the beginning he just pops out of a, a Christmas, like, you know, like a present. Yeah. He pops out of a present and starts singing and dancing is one of the best things I think I've ever seen. And because you see some people who are like, what is going on? And and some people just kind of laugh, but then like toward the end of it, they start showing, um, you know, the people on the left screen and they're all just like singing along and having a good time with him. Nice. And it is so funny. I mean, it could be like a group of girls, a group of boys, uh, some rando with his shirt off and he's just like laughing and singing along and dancing and stuff. It was. It's really one of my one of my favorite videos that I, that comes out around Christmas time. Excellent. So, what's one of your video, favorite Christmas videos? Mm. I mean, it's December. Let's talk about Christmas. I guess we could. I mean, it just kind of happens every year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I sorry, I, Jews. <laughs> um, I do. I, I admit, I still watch. Uh, I'll still watch a little bit of a. Uh, uh, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer when it's on TV. I will watch all the Charlie Brown oh, yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. Um, now that I figured out, it's always at seven o'clock <laughs> on what like on a Tuesday or whatever it is yeah. on CBS. And then uh, I guess that's it. Like I don't have a favorite Christmas video. I do love. I think my favorite song is like Carol of the Bells. I don't. I love all the versions of Carol of the Bells. Yeah, I told you about when uh, uh, I, I was working at a church and it was my last service there because uh i was interim so i was just there like until they found someone permanent yeah and uh they brought it they, they had hired somebody but they were having me finish out the year and we did the trans-siberian orchestra's version oh yeah, of Carol you, told, of yeah. The Bells. you said you had like a, like four people or five people to do it yeah we had like five people we had an electric guitar a violin bass uh, piano, me playing electric, uh, female singer, but she didn't sing anything during it. And, la, uh, la, la, la. Yeah, there was, there's nothing for her to sing, <laughs> and because uh, that's the guitar part. But, oh yeah, um, yeah. and uh, it was just so much fun. It really was, and it's probably one of the best things I've ever done at a Christmas service. Did you arrange it yourself, or did y'all kind of just? We had we had to. Yeah, yeah. So y'all figured, okay, you're gonna cover this, you'll cover this, you'll cover this. Well, we, which I mean, most of it's already written out. I mean, yeah, like I, I tabbed it all out for everybody, and we all learned different uh, our different parts, and then came together and had like three practices because we we really wanted to nail that song. Oh yeah, everything else was fine. I mean, we did a a, a real cool version of a. Uh, Sixpence None the Richer does a really sweet version of uh, O Come O Come Emmanuel. Okay. And uh, Sufjan Stevens does a really cool version of We Three Kings. In a, he does it in a minor. Oh, really? Yeah, he does Ooh, it in a minor. Like that. It's real fun. And uh, my my bass player for that is my buddy John. That uh, I, I've known this guy since he was in like sixth grade. And uh, this is the kid that invented diapers. Ever tell you about that? No. We're sitting there and it was like me and the youth band and we're sitting there talking and he goes, hey, so um, wouldn't it be cool if there was this thing where you could just like wear it and just go to the bathroom whenever you wanted and you wouldn't have to like, you know, run off to a bathroom, but you could, ju- it would just, you know, hold your poop and pee. And I go, congratulations, John, you invented diapers. 
It depends. <laughs> yeah. And we all start laughing. He's like, no, no. I mean, like, I was like, no, I get it. But they're called diapers. <laughs> Whatever like, you're going. <laughs> you know, no matter where you go with this, it's called a diaper. Yeah, it's a, just a modern take of it. <laughs> yeah. It's, no matter how high tech you get with it, it's still a diaper. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he, he, he uh, developed this really sweet, like, uh, sliding bass part where mm-hmm. he was just sliding from note to note. Nice. And, um, it was just really cool. He put a lot of jazz elements into the minor. Mm. And I was like, this is real cool. I turned to him when we were practicing. I was like, dude, I don't know what you're doing, but it's awesome. You just keep doing that. You just yeah, you got this. Yeah. So. Uh, so I like Silent Night, although I'm not very religious. So, but I enjoy that piece it's, of music. It's just a really beautiful song. Mm-hmm. But. um, oh, I, I mean, I like I like one. I mean, and then like all the stuff from like the fifties and sixties is always entertaining. Like, uh, Santa baby. Oh yeah. I, I like that one. Cause in the middle of it, she asked for a duplex. Oh yeah. So the, and, and then like, I was talking to my, she's a side chick. No, I like the fact that she's trying to get into investments. Cause like, <laughs> the second word of the line is so you can put bills in my mailbox or something. It's like, you're asking like, awesome. You are out. You're asking for like an investment property. Nice. <laughs> And uh, uh, Matt Marr, it's a his last name is spelled M A H E R, does this really cool Irish jig version of "Hark the Herald Angels Sing." Okay, it's in twelve eight. All right, and uh, and he's thrown in this chorus. He like wrote like a just a quick little chorus into it. Okay, and uh, that's uh, that's one of my favorites. I used to do that one a lot. I was actually uh, torn between doing that and the Christmas Hallelujah. Okay. And I opted for the hallelujah. I was just like, you know what? I just, it's going to be the last thing I do. And I just really want to like enjoy. Yeah. Have a everybody enjoy it. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of any of the other stuff I like. I mean, just the trans, trans Siberian orchestra stuff has been amazing for 20 years, 30 years. Oh, yeah. Um, I like a little drummer boy. Yeah. Little drummer boy is mm-hmm. good. Uh, <laughs> Jars of Clay does a really good version of that. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, really eclectic. The uh, actually, they have a whole Christmas album that's really fun. The uh, the the David Bowie Ben, <laughs> what's it? The the that one I can't remember who was it. Ben, oh man, the older he's an older guy from the like the same era as Frank Sinatra and all what, that. Ben Vereen, no, like 50s and 60s. It's not Ben Kingsley. It's something like that. Oh, Benny King? No. Oh. No, I was going to say. Have you ever seen it? It's like David Bowie and Hammer singing a duet. And you're like, and it's from like the 70s from SNL. Oh, man. <laughs> and you're I like, that's awesome. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, it, it, it's like they got thrown together and it didn't really make sense. But, I mean, you know, if they, people play it all the time. Um, it's the same guy who wrote, uh, who was in, uh, who, who sang uh, White Christmas. Oh, uh, Bing Crosby. That's it, Bing. Bing Crosby. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know that they did that together. Well, you've, you've probably have heard it hundreds of times and not known. <laughs> yeah, probably. I just realized that this is a knot. I the, did see that. In the headphone cord. Because <laughs> I, I tried to undo it last time when we were recording, and I was like, I don't. <laughs> it's bothering you. It's just there. It's just kind of a knot. <laughs> but, uh, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, and uh, 
Oh, oh, one of my favorites is uh, Jimmy World does a really beautiful cover of Last Christmas by Wham. Yeah. And uh, it's... It's not fast. It was like, Last Christmas! No, 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 no. I mean... Yeah, it's they they just kind of slow it down, have fun with it. They're like, okay, this is what the song is, and we just want to do it. And it's it's really funny because I always liked the song, but like with them doing it, I realized like this is a really good song. It's written really well. Yeah, like the lyrics are just phenomenal. Good job, George and other Wham guy. Yeah, the surviving member of Wham. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You remember that last year was his last Christmas. Yeah, last Christmas was his last Christmas. Oh. oh. <laughs> no, I'm sad. What a fucking bummer, dude. Last Christmas. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I like that I've already been warned by my sister. Do not buy toys for... My nephew. Nice. <laughs> She's like, he has everything. Yeah. That's, that's what I do, too. I mean, people are like, hey, what do the girls want? And I'm like, uh, get them clothes, please. Yes. Because uh, I'm, you know, Santa takes care of the toys. Yes. You know, Santa Santa spends a decent amount of money on toys for all three of them. Yes. And uh, what, what, what they really need is some clothing. And if you could give them that, then. I love it. We're down to money. I'm like, yeah, I can give them money. Yeah, I can't give money to my kids. No, they'll spend it. <laughs> they won't spend it. That's the thing. Oh, really? They'll like play with it and lose it. Oh God! <laughs> they'll, they'll That's play. not the best way. They'll 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 play like, uh, you know, milkshake diner or something, and you know, or like restaurant, and they'll play with the money, and then it's gone. Like one year for Christmas, I got them all three uh, piggy banks, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, you know, slowly I would give them change here and there just as I found it or whatever. And, um, there's, there's none left. Like, (laughs) I don't even know where the stoppers are to the piggy banks. (laughs) One of the piggy banks is cracked because they're, because they're porcelain. And I tried to tell them these are not toys, you know, man, you can't give a decorative piece to a child. (laughs) (laughs) What a terrible idea I had. Wham! Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the, and the stoppers were super easy to pull out too. I mean, it wasn't like you know they're like super soft rubber and they yeah, just yeah. slid on, and, uh, and they're just as, gone. as it's supposed to, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. I, I I'm pretty sure the first time I got a piggy bank, I was like, oh, I can just take it right out of here. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I was not good at saving money as a child. No, no. I once and by um, child you mean by my thirties, yes. Yeah, my, my yeah, yeah. And my my mom likes to bring up this story to to tell people to give an example of how bad I am with money, especially as a child. Is that I uh, once took twelve dollars and quarters to school to to buy pencils from the pencil machine, okay, because they had uh, different NFL teams on them. Okay, and my thought process was I wanted to collect one of each team. Yeah. And then if somebody wanted one, I could sell it to them for 50 50 cents. Yeah. You know, and my mom was like, yeah, like, don't do that. I came home with like, she didn't know I took the money. I put it in my backpack and I, (laughs) but she knew what I had done when I came home with like the whole thing of pencils. Yeah. (laughs) Did you ever make money off of it? No, No. I just had a whole bunch of NFL pencils. Uh, I ended up just using them to play pencil break. (laughs) 
How's that? Yeah. How's that for an investment? I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, at that point, you could take bets. I mean, like, is yeah. the Green Bay pencil going to beat the Dallas pencil? Yeah. <laughs> but you weren't, I, I, I you weren't, you weren't far enough along no, in your development on that. <laughs> no, I was a half-assed entrepreneur. <laughs> I did. I did the first part. Where's my money? Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. And, uh, good Cerise Limon what is that it's my LaCroix it's like cherry limeade hmm. I only know what it is because of the pitcher because oh. I don't speak French Oh, because I'm not che- Canadian <laughs> so you just see a cherry and some lime and going with it well, I mean it tastes like cherry limeade oh so it's also reinforced by the taste Yes, yes. There are definitely context clues to let me know what the flavor is. If it was like blueberry, I would be very confused. Yes, it's Bossenberry. Yeah, Loganberry. Mm, I don't know what this is. I can't put my finger on it. I don't want it. I mean, there's looks like there's some berries on the front, and they're like a purple. Are they grapes? This doesn't taste like grapes. Picture of Logan. Oh no! Oh no! I don't want. I don't want to think about drinking his berry juice. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, that's, that's awful berry juice. It's it's, it's a snozberries. Here we go. I'm still, I'm still, I'm sorry. You took my brain to a place it didn't want to go. <laughs> You're sorry. And it's just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have fucking nightmares about it. Oh no. <laughs> you trapped on the floor of the, of the Logan Perry maker. Yeah. No. Oh no. And then just cans landed like next to it. Just squeeze. I don't want to know. There's, stop, so there's like stop. there's like a twig and berries and it, and it, and it hangs from the Loganberry bush. Yes, <laughs> he's also a pretty hairy dude. Hey, yeah, yeah, Loganberry bush. Yeah, <laughs> real thing. It is a real thing. That's what makes it funny. Yes. <laughs> oh man. I'm good with that. No, play. No, I, like, I was like, oh, kind of short, huh? But yeah, this is this is also my uh, this is my last Christmas in Houston. I know, boo. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm at, look. You do. You're going to cool places. I get it. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. and the closer it gets to me moving, the uh, more anxiety I have about it, and it, it has more to do with that. Like I, I, I seriously love this city and I love living here and there's so much beauty in Houston. Um, but I'm going to, and I'm going to be going to a city that's also very cool Oh yeah, and very beautiful in its own right. But at the same time, it's like, but Houston is like a super diverse city. Yeah. You know, you're going, to, you're going to a college town. I'm going to a college town that's full of, uh, cisgendered white hipsters. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you're not going to run into them. They can't afford a house. No, they're there. They're all. Uh, yeah, there. yeah, but they're not. You're not going to run into them as a homeowner. Yeah, no. <laughs> we so. don't call it a roof. <laughs> yeah, what do you call it? We we call we call it a dwelling hat. <laughs> dwelling hat <laughs> is a dwelling hat. This is the hat that sits on my house. It keeps the rain out of his eyes. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> That's awesome. A dweller's hat. <laughs> this is a dwelling hat. <laughs> it's like that that uh, Family Guy when he's when he's at the women's uh, book club. Did you just identify? Did you just identify my building? <laughs> no, no, he's he's yeah. 
It's not a house. It's a home. It's a home. <laughs> this isn't. <laughs> she is is a home. home. I'm sorry. I did not know that your home gender identified. <laughs> she does. She does. Because because I get in there and it's all pink. <laughs> I I go in and out all the time. <laughs> That's why we hope to have little houses one day. <laughs> That's why I drive this penis-shaped car, so I can fuck her right in the right in the garage. They already had a kid. That's the dog house outside. Yeah, <laughs> with its dwelling hat. Uh, there's, there's that Family Guy joke, and he's got the book, and he's in there talking to him, and he like says something about the book, and they look at him, and he goes, "It can," and it can also be. He puts it on his head. He goes, a hat. I remember that one. <laughs> Which I, I taught to Charlie as a child. So I, t- I taught her that everything could be a hat if you could wear it on your head. That is true. And so she would walk around and put things on her head. And she and, and I taught her to say, and it can also okay. be a hat. It's awesome. Which is such a great joke. I'm sure she doesn't remember it now. But man, that was funny. <laughs> For like a good six months or something. Yeah. Just to see this little like two year old putting things on her head and saying it can also, also be, be a hat. hat, which is like one of the only full sentences she could say it to. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. I was like, that's real good. It's pause and inflection. Nice. Nicely done. Nailing it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just gender identify my house excuse me excuse me did you just uh, did you just assume the gender of my home you know what i assume that it didn't have a gender because it's a house that makes me think like, have you Sorry, ever, it's fucking amazing have you ever seen like those like videos of or like the the documentaries about like people who are in love with inanimate objects like, yeah it's like some sort of mental condition mm-hmm. where they are sexually and emotionally car or or to like there's one person who married the golden gate bridge oh yeah there's a lady who is in love with a a ferris wheel yep i've heard of that one and it's one of that it was on it was a show for a while too yeah and that's just that's just so weird to me it's like you know what though that's i don't know like i'm you know me i'm all about like so so she did gender identified that bridge yeah it's wrong. Yeah, it's that wrong. Bridge, let that bridge be what it wants to be. I mean, it could be. You know what? The bridge could be a chicken. She's just a lesbian. Yeah. You know, she's. It's orange. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? I thought Golden Gate Bridge was was red. It's like an orange red. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. Like that stuff is so weird. Yeah, that is weird. Oh, oh like. I assume they don't get out much. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't understand. I'm assuming they don't have a very big social life. Yeah. You kind of got to be alone with yourself for a while for that. I mean, I got to be honest. Like, when I think of my happy place, it is in my car. Yeah. I, I love Deborah. <laughs> it's my suburban. I You know, I'm just, I'm happy in there. I'm, it's one of those things where it's like, this is my safe place where I can be alone when I want to be. Mm-hmm. I can watch videos on my phone. I can, you know, listen to whatever I want and I don't have to, there's no one else around. Mm-hmm. And my life has just become over the past few years, just I'm constantly surrounded by people. And in taking this job in, you know, a, a couple of years ago now and, uh, you know, selling roofs, like I find myself with a lot of free time in my car. Yeah. And I love it. Mm-hmm. If you are tired of being around people, 
Find a job. Find a job where you can sit in your car. It will become your happy place. Oh uh, yeah, I like I like I'll spend five or six hours in my car on um, some days just driving around. It's nice just drive around from one place to one house to the next house to look at or a lot of times it's empty lots. It's just like I don't have to yeah. talk to anybody. Yeah, I mean like I'm going to listen to 610 all day and listen about what's going on with the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I literally spend like 4 hours a week in the office. Not bad. The rest of the time I'm in my I'm in my car or I'm at someone's house or I'm at my house. Or out and about doing shit. Yeah. It's just I'm not I don't have to be in the office, which is nice. It's not like I have a desk anyway. Yeah. Like my, my car is my desk, but it's a happy place. I like a Deborah loves me. De- Deborah loves me. And I love me. Deborah. And we're mm, going to get married. married. We're gonna get married and have a bunch of little crossover SUVs. <laughs> And they're going to be called Harry. I'm going to have a bunch of HRVs <laughs> and CRVs. In a tricycle for no reason. Yeah, it's that one weird kid. Yeah. <laughs> but not like, not like a regular tricycle, but like the motorcycle. Version, that, yes. Okay. Okay. I have to bring this up. I saw a motorcycle, a motorcycle car okay. yesterday. Okay. Like it looked like a Model T. But then it had like a Harley front sticking out of it. Really? And the people are sitting in the cab. And then when I saw him turn. It was three wheelbase? It was three wheelbase. But the uh, the guy is driving on the, he's sitting like in the center of it. But he's got a dude sitting on the, just to his left. Okay. But he's like driving it with handlebars. Huh. And I was like, that is really interesting. That is a really interesting concept. Right. Because like old school cycle cars, which were old race cars were were called cycle cars because they use motorcycle engines. Yeah. They were really lightweight and small. They were basically like soapbox derby cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, but it, with like real thin, lightweight wheels and they're driven by a motorcycle engine and they could go super fucking fast. Mm-hmm. And um and uh you know, you just think about it now like like I saw that and I was like, "Oh, so that's the weirdest cycle car I've ever seen." Right. You know what's funny is I only know what cycle cars are because of American Pickers. <laughs> nice. Because they, they bought one once. It was fun. They've talked about it multiple times, though. Now they still haven't sold it. <laughs> oh, no. They, they bought one. They keep trying to buy more, and they can only just get the one. Um, I don't watch that show in forever. Yeah, I used to love it. It was a thing. It was my thing for a while. Yeah, I would just watch a lot. And then uh, Netflix started getting better about having TV shows on and, and off to Netflix. You went, yeah, I, I, yeah. And even still, like if I watch something on TV, I'm not going to watch it. I, I typically, I'm not going to watch it live. I'm just going to watch it when there's a, you know, three or four episodes and I can watch it on demand. Just binge it. Yeah. And that's what I do with uh walking dead. Well, there you go. And game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I w- Cause you know, I don't want to watch just one episode and then wait a week. I guess I'm old enough that I'm just, I'm just in tune to that. So it doesn't bother me. See, I remember doing that, and I mean, even like a couple years ago, I was fine with that, but I've gotten into this habit because of Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Like, streaming services have completely changed the face of entertainment. Well, they were smart because they don't release everything at once now, so if you want to yeah. consume it, consume it. Yeah. If you, want, if you want to take a week to watch it, well, take a week to watch it. One, the bonus of streaming is that they can see exactly who is watched. They, they can see how many unique views each episode has. Yeah. And uh, and that's how they can that's how they develop the ratings. Whereas with television, they're still using the fucking Nielsen 
ratings. Yeah, like every which, millionth house or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they, it has a Nielsen box, and which which is also funny that like my dad is boycotting the NFL because of kneeling, and <laughs> okay. um, and there are, I mean I guess there like, apparently there are a lot of people doing it. Yes, but, um, but a lot of our a lot of our parent generation is highly upset. Yeah, well, there are a few people in our generation oh, yeah. too, and it's just like you know, I mean, you're you're proving their point though. Uh, and they, well, I mean, it's working. Yeah, honestly, I mean, there's enough of them leaving that they're trying to solve the problem. So yeah, so uh, but yeah, like with that. So in other words, so in other words, the kneeling is actually working. Yeah. Now they're trying to solve that problem. Yeah. We need to get these kids to get up off their feet again. Hey, yeah. what what do we try to do this? How about we do this? How about if we do this? We need these guys to stand up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, some aren't they just not showing uh, players during the national anthem now? Uh, they're talking about like having them up until a couple of years ago. The players stayed inside the stayed inside the locker rooms until the yeah. anthem till yeah. after the anthem. Yeah. And uh, I don't see a problem with that. I can go back to that. Solve a lot of problems. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that's what the Steelers have been doing. Yeah. Well, a lot of them. I think a lot of them are. I don't know if the Steelers are doing it every game, well, yeah. but they, they did it how about, for how about this, how about this? Even if people are kneeling now, it's kind of gotten to the point where it's like, it, if it's happening, it's, they don't show it near as much anymore because it's already, you know, the shock of it is not there anymore. Yeah. When I think that the camera people are just not showing them, the producers are just not showing the people kneeling now. Yeah, they, at this point, hey, why don't we quit showing this so our ratings don't keep going down? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's like, you know, your the Nielsen ratings like if you don't have a Nielsen box you are not you, the, you are not part of the rating system no and like people don't really get that I mean it's like you know I, I get that you want to do that and that's fine that's your way of protesting the protest but uh it's not having the impact that you think it does I, I, no it is the, those ratings are down I mean well, they, yeah because a lot it. of the Nielsen home families are not watching now and let's face it, you're getting a smaller, prop, probably a smaller part of the population doing it because people that are cable are probably more our age and older and people not with cable anymore, which would not be a Nelson family, don't have cable. They have streaming. They, they stream everything. They just have Internet. Yeah. They'll just watch whatever they want on TV. You know, they, they'll watch whatever they want on. Well, and that's that's why shows like uh, Firefly get canceled, because it doesn't appeal to. Uh, certain generations that would are more likely to have the Nielsen ratings, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I'm trying to think of another show that got canceled. That was awesome. There's always a good one or two, like uh, something that was like, man, that's a really good concept. Oh, it didn't make it. All right. Like maybe Inhumans might not make it because that's 20 yeah. something year old shows. Yeah. Well, it's, it's that. And um, the majority of the people who are going to watch it are going to watch it in an online streaming format or on demand. Yep. And uh, I agree. And that's just, you know, people are just like, oh, well, you know, uh, it's not, you know, the advertisers are the ones who go, well, you know, we're going to pull our advertising because you're just not getting the ratings. We're not mm-hmm. getting our money's worth. This isn't being viewed by, you know, it's not worth it for us to pay $2 million to have this two minute spot during this TV show in prime time. That's uh, getting like it's uh, getting it, a three share. Yeah. <laughs> getting nothing. Nobody's watching it. Yeah. So. Or at least according to their things. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why shows like Stranger Things are blowing up. Yeah. God, I love that. I need to watch the second season. Oh, it's real good. I, you know, I'll probably watch it after I'm almost done with 
that stuff we were talking about earlier. So I'll probably take a break until the end of the year and start back up. So I'll give me a couple weeks to watch it. Yeah, it's always good to take a break. Take a break. Take a break. Well, I got to edit, so. <laughs> I got to do some editing on that. Go upstate with your family. family. Let's take a break. <laughs> oh. I got to get my plan through Congress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a bill. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Did you um, did you see that uh, Jimmy Buffett and because, uh, you know, he has a musical. Yes. It called Welcome to Margaritaville. Missed it. It was in town. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, we were supposed to see it and that was game seven of the World Series. Oh, yeah. No, yeah I, I got to watch go it. Go. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Jimmy Buffett and Lin-Manuel Miranda hung out with Justin McElroy from uh, Polygon and My Brother, My Brother and Me. Okay. And because um, he's a he's friends with Lynn, yeah, yeah. Justin's friends with Lynn, and he's a huge Jimmy Buffett fan. All right. And so Justin and his wife, Sydney, went. And so together, like the four of them during the day, uh, went to an afternoon showing of Hamilton in Chicago. Nice. And then and then that evening, you know, they hung out together throughout the day. That evening, they went to uh, see Margaritaville together. And then Lynn Manuel got up on stage with uh uh, uh, Jimmy Buffett and they sang Margaritaville together. Oh, but that was awesome. Yeah, you can find videos of All it right. online. It's actually really fun. Hold on, hold on, I did not see that on his own feed. I follow Lin Manuel. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he posted it. Okay, I guess. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because you there there's like funny pictures and you can see Justin and Sydney in the background in like fitting rooms, and they're just like <laughs> smiling and laughing and stuff. Like, oh my god. Oh yeah. My favorite picture was a is a picture from a guy who was is like. You know what's better than watching Lin Manuel watch the Macy Day's parade is watching the cra- the the people on the floats realize that's Lin Manuel that's there and <laughs> freaking the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I, I would too. You okay? You lost your mic. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Hello, hello. And Chuck, Chuck, one, one. And we're back. And we're back. Yeah, so yeah, I I imagine that those people were just losing their minds. I love Lynn. He's so funny. Oh, yeah. Just like, second, second one on the way. I know. Might be warm. Yeah. What are his next things? Well, he's got Mary Poppins. Mary on. Poppins. And then um, I've heard that he has something in the can that he's working on. I say in the can. That means it's done and ready to go. It's he. I, I, he's He's got like a, a musical that he's working on that's just kind of low-key. Nobody knows anything about it. He's Perfect. just uh, <laughs> potentially let it slip. A few times. It basically, well, I mean, you're whatever you're going to do after Hamilton is you, you almost have to accept that it's not going to be Hamilton. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you look at Jonathan Larson and uh, and he, he that's the guy that did rent. And I mean, I can't tell you anything else that he's done. Just I mean, he's knocked di- it out of the park the, yeah, the first time out. He knocked time it, out. Oh, you know, you know, you know why he didn't do anything after rent? He didn't have to because he died. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're trying to think through it. It's like, oh, yeah, he's the one with AIDS in that. Yeah, he's the one that died. And uh, the because the he died before it got to Broadway. That's right. And I so the that. first the first showing they did of it on Broadway was the uh, the cast sitting there. And you, if you know anything about Rent, it's it's a rock opera, so yeah. it's it's all singing, and there's only talking when it's a very emotional moment. Yeah. So during um during this this read through, they all sat there with the scripts in front of them on stools with microphones. Oh wow! And they and they spoke it, mm. the entire thing. And uh, 
Uh, it's that's I, powerful. Yeah, extremely powerful. I can't believe that it did not get recorded. But uh, oh, somebody has it. They just like nope, we're never gonna release this. Yeah, because uh, I think Jonathan Larson died like three days before. Oh, so super sad. Yeah, man. Almost see, almost get there to see your product there. Yeah, and then uh, and then it became what it then it became what it was. Yeah, just massive, massive, and uh, the movie's terrible. Oh, hopefully they're like. Uh, Devin's just speculating that we might get it next year because it's on it's on its run right now. I didn't know that it was back out. I yeah, because they had stopped it for a while. I got to see it a few years, oh, uh, like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an anniversary uh, year coming out right now. Oh, nice. And we got and outside of outside of Hamilton, like the rest of our shows are eh. Yeah. So we're thinking maybe next year that'll be the big one. Yeah. Which I'll go. Well, I'll go re up the tickets again. Aren't, aren't we getting Lion King? I thought we were getting Lion King. No, Lion King was in July. Oh, that's that, right. I saw it with Evan. That was really good. Yeah. That was that I've was the end. Incredible. That was the end of the 16-17 run. Okay. We're in the middle. We just started the 17-18 run. And Wicked came through last year, right? Two or three years ago. Was, I saw that okay. with Devin as well. I'm getting caught up in all my I'm getting caught up in musicals with Devin. I appreciate that from her. Yeah. Because Wicked was amazing. Oh yeah, it's it's phenomenal. I saw it in uh at Hobby. At the Hobby? Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably probably about it was probably 2005, 2006. Oh yeah, the, like the like the first run after. Yeah, and uh, the one and I saw with the one I saw with a couple years ago was great. I mean, it just I love that the Wizard of Oz happens in the background. Yeah, it's it's the other side of the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, like that's that, literally that's that's the only reason why it's there is to give you context of the timing. Yeah, exactly. It's it's more like the actual Wizard of Oz story is more of a setting than anything. Well, it's a political statement. Yeah, I mean originally. <laughs> Ernie, let's freeze this baby up. I got a boo boo on my arm. Oh, that's no good. I don't know how it got there. Well, if you want to talk about my boo boo and stuff, guys, you can go to our Facebook page. <laughs> it's facebook.com slash Gotham and Adult, and uh, you can uh, you can send us. Uh, or I don't know. Fuck. Don't, don't send us pictures of your boo boo. Yeah, don't don't send us pictures of your boo boos. But uh, you can uh, hit me up on Twitter at Nathan underscore key and on Instagram at I drive everywhere. I'm on both of those at at uh, blue eyes, B-L-E-U-I-Z-E. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. And we appreciate your support. You're going to you're going to.